Hello, this is Peter Jonathan Robertson with the 12th episode from the PJ Archive. It's an interview with the American superstar singer, dancer and actress Liza Minnelli. I met her in London in 1989 when she was releasing the album Results, on which she collaborated with Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe of the Pet Shop Boys. Her first foray into pop music, and she was understandably excited. Always sort of hankered after doing something like this, some sort of pop music. Yes, because I've always liked it. Yeah. But I, uh, first I didn't have the opportunity to do it, and then it got real safe not to do it. And then I just got, I thought, oh, wait a minute, I can't do this anymore, I've got to keep going. And especially when I heard some of the things that were lyrically happening again. And then when I heard Rent... Rent was the song that made me go, who are these guys, you know, what do they do? Where are they, where are they from? But if you always wanted to do this kind of thing, why haven't you done it before? I don't know, I think I was scared. Yeah, I think so. It's real safe, you know. You get successful in one thing, and you kind of stick with it. And there was no need to do it, I mean, I didn't need to do it. The audiences were still coming, and I'm still getting nice jobs and movies and that. I'm doing it for myself. I really am. Because I've just wanted to do it for so long and now I'm not scared to do it anymore. Do you think the whole project is going to bring their music to the attention of your fans more than the other way around? No. I think it'll be equal. You know. First of all, I think they have more fans. I mean, more record-buying fans. I'm sure that they have. What do you think your fans will think or perhaps do think of the whole idea? Have you had any response? Yeah, I've had some response, and they, luckily they all like it. Um, the funniest one was a friend of mine said, you know, I was really scared to listen to it because I was afraid it was going to be the compromise on somebody's part. And they said it wasn't at all, and your voice sounds terrific on it. The songs are good. And so I was so pleased. You started off, with the, as far as England is concerned, with this losing your mind, losing my mind yes. from follies. Would you like to see the whole the show Follies jazzed up in the same way perhaps how can you imagine it was it just the one no I think it was just the treatment of the one song because of uh, see where that show where that song lands within the show it's done the right way this treatment of the song is done with more anger the backbeat the dance beat is really the heartbeat of the song the way that they produced it what about uh, Cabaret would you like to see any songs from that can you imagine any songs from Cabaret being given the same sort of treatment? Well, no, but the only fear with taking a song that's not like that and making it one is that you get a half-assed disco record. And that I never wanted to have, you know. Um, And I don't think Neil would ever want that either. It has to be the right emotional quality to go with that kind of a background. The words have to buy into that. It has to to lock in. I'm sure there are songs that would work like that. Do you see see the whole project as a... A new career for yourself, or just just a one-off thing, just a, a little project you tapped with. Oh no, I'd never think of it like that. Um, the world of music is too vast. But, I mean, can you now see yourself going full steam into pop music in a big way? I would enjoy that. Yes, I would like that. The songs are so good. So you're going to work with them again? Or? I'd love to. Right. And uh, there are other people I'd like to work with too. Like you. Know, well, I like. Well, good friend of mine and we've always wanted to work together is Bono in U2 Cindy Lauper is a friend of mine and I've always been tied into the pop music business and I've always sung a different kind of song 
the music that I became famous for was written before I was born. Right. So it's a, it's a strange thing. Uh, do you seriously reckon you could do a project with Bono and you two? Yeah. What sort of thing can you envision it being? Well, there's two kinds of songs, you know, good ones and bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully what you do is yeah. just, just sing good songs. <laughs> with this project, were you at any point concerned that it might not, might not, the experiment might not work? No, I had such confidence in them. And I don't, again, it's music. And music doesn't have any kind of rules, really, which is a wonderful thing. And when you find people who are brave enough to really go with that, to not say, gee, let's make her sound like Donna Summers now, you know, or let's, we should do this kind of a hit. What Neil and Chris have done is not like anybody else. If anything, it's avant-garde, you know. It's, um, they didn't put any effects on my voice. They, they said, you do what you do. We'll do what we do, and they should do this. And I think we pushed each other to be better, but to never compromise and to never cross over into each other's area, you know. Are you going to do any live concerts with them at all? We haven't talked about it, no. Right. But if they asked you, do you think I'm Sure, if they asked me, I'd do it. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Would you say that the whole project has sort of opened up a new side to the entertainment industry, which maybe you weren't familiar with before? No, because it's not... I'm, I have never had a hit record. Most... I don't know anybody who's gotten as far as I've gotten without a hit record. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like everybody I know started, basically even if they had a show first or a film first, they had a hit record. Um, for me, it's worked the opposite way around. I've gotten where I've gotten to really through live performance, through just going around and doing it and building an audience slowly like that. So, uh, yes, it is new for me. And I think it's funny and I think it's exciting. And I think the, the biggest change will be the, having a, a, an audience that's a whole different age. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you get to number one, which Oh my God, that's wonderful. You like any similarity working with the Pet Shop Boys, Chris and Neil, to working with Frank Sinatra and um, Sammy Davis? Yes, Chris and Neil are much more adult. <laughs> they are. They're much more grown up. <laughs> Sammy and Frank are like two big kids. They really are. Um, again, the music was the tie. No matter what style the music was in, it was still terrific music. So you're over here and you're singing Gershwin and get in a taxi and go across town, which is what I was doing. And then you sing, you sing songs like I Want You Now. Mm. The, the lyrical content is still there. It, the, it was wonderful for me. The concerts you did with um, Frank and Sammy, if I may be so familiar Yes. Uh, Everybody else is. You know, that was the ultimate event. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Was it a hype? Well, I thought it was kind of egotistical for whoever called it that to call it that. I mean, I, it embarrassed me. I thought it was kind of... For this project with the Pet Shop Boys, does that cap what you did with Frank and Sammy? It does. Sure. It's more exciting. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I grew up with Frank and Sammy. Right. They're my parents' friends. Right. They happen to be the two greatest entertainers in the world. Right. But it's still familiar ground. This is unknown. This is stepping out onto ice that's moving. Yeah. You know, and if you're not careful, it melts. You've got you to keep it going in that water to keep it cold, you know, to keep it to keep it hot, really. Yeah. How did they react when they learned of your project with the Frank said, well, for Christ's sake, you should have been doing this 10 years ago. What's the matter with you? I said, I didn't have the nerve. I didn't know how to do it, and I didn't know who to go to. Yeah. It's you? just the timing of finding the guys, of finding Neil and Chris. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like there was a reason to wait. 
as far as I'm concerned. Can you ever imagine either of them to working with the Pet Shop Boys or working with any other pop artists for that matter? I can imagine Sammy working in a real R&B bag. Sammy's done a lot of pop records, so it's easier to think. Frank had all of those hits. Remember something stupid with Nancy and all that stuff? He sang like Billy Joel's songs well. Right. Frank did. Uh, Is there any other kind of category of music which you haven't maybe mentioned it to yet, which maybe you'd like to? Opera. Opera, right. But I'm not going to go there. No, (laughs) No. Never, ever. Nay. No. I appreciate it too much to go into it. What do you think opera buffs would think of you? Well, not they. Opera buffs know that I'm smart enough not to do that. When we saw saw you a few weeks ago on TV, you had an interesting new hairstyle. Was that sort of creative for the yeah, it's something that I decided to do because I don't like, I, I dance so much. Right. I don't want to grow my hair. Yes. And yet I get sick of having just short hair. Yeah. So I went to a friend of mine, actually does David Bowie's hair. His name is Teddy, Anton. And I said, what can I do that's different with my hair? I was actually doing it, it was even before the pet shop mm-hmm. voice thing. But um, he said, well, why don't you just have one piece this long? I said, well, it'll take forever to grow. He said, you don't have to grow it here. He whipped something out of a box. You know. So it was great. Yeah. It's strange because my husband's a sculptor and he said it actually changes everything. Just having one long piece just changes the, the form. That's interesting. What kind of an image do you think you have? I don't know. It keeps changing. I mean, they can... They, I'm not so concerned really with it. What I'm concerned about is, is me. Right. You know and this room and just how I feel right now. Because the image, they can say anything they want to. And I can't fight back. I don't even want to fight back. And it kind of grows on its own after a while. And the only thing that's important is you stay over here and stay together. Are you concerned about your voice as well? Do you, do you get quite protective of your voice? I'm professional. You know, and I do what I have to do to take care of my voice, to make sure that I work properly and all that stuff. I enjoy doing that. But are you sort of, I mean, I'm, one or two opera stars and they're quite paranoid about people smoking around. Or, oh, no. Or, uh, no, I don't care about that. No, because I do other things. It's not just... Right. Also, I'm very strong. Yeah. Do you exercise a lot? I go to the gym, right. you know, which I loathe, but I go. And I dance, right. and I'm just very healthy. I take care of myself. You know. sure. I think I've got my health. I've got my marriage. I'm thrilled about what's happening to me. It's inside. And it comes, it shows on the outside. Yeah, Yeah, I've always been strong. Right. But um, I think I'm more centered, probably, you know. I think it means I'm calmer um, than I was, but I I don't know. I just feel good. I don't know. To analyze it sometimes makes me think. Is this a new Liza Minnelli altogether? No. Like I said, I've always been strong. In the last five years... I've been really feeling wonderful and terrific. I think I went through a period where I didn't feel so good. I know I didn't feel so good. And where I found, I feel like I lost my place. Do you know that feeling? Yeah, sure. And then you get, you just get it back. And I think part of feeling even better is the gratitude for getting it. Everybody always remarks upon your eyes all the time. Do you, how aware are you of that power as it were? Well, not at all, because I was just thinking, I bet my eyes are all red and crappy and hot. <laughs> got makeup all smeared and it's, it's so hypnotic for somebody to say their power 
That's far out. Thank you. I mean, you got some heavy eyeballs yourself. Look at your eyes. I mean, God is like losing. I'd rather look at yours. It's so pretty, really. Tell me about yours. I mean, have people not commented on it all the time? Well, I've always been told I have big eyes. Yeah. Big is not necessarily very flattering. I know. I sort of took it as it came. You know, the compliment. Let's change the subject. I don't know. Okay. Because of this this project you've just done, are you now going to spend more time in England? Has this given you encouragement to spend more time? I spent so much time here. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up, my childhood, half my childhood was there. Mm, I know. It's my second home, it really is. That's how you, you sense it as well? So. Yes. Yeah. And I think people are braver over here. Musically, much braver. They take chances, they don't get stuck in slots like, like that. It happens in America quite often. Was it 50-50, half in America, half in England during the year? Most, not not quite that much. Right. But uh, a, a good deal of time is spent over here. I spent so much time over here this year. Sure. It's just amazing. You know? Yeah. Well, when you're in England, what do you what do you like doing when you actually have some spare time? Seeing my friends. Right. I, have a, I know a lot of people. Are you a great shopper, or, or do you like going to the theater? Or? I love going to the theater. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I do like shopping, yes, we go whenever we get a chance. But mostly it's just going and having quiet dinners and being with people that I don't get to see as often as I'd like to. What else are you uh, working on now? What are the projects coming up? Now I'm going to go on vacation, which I'm really looking forward to. And then next year, I'm doing a film for Warner Brothers. It doesn't have a title yet because they're in the midst of writing it. But it will be written by Cantor Neb, which is nice. And Peter Stone is writing it. That's what I think my next film project will be unless something falls in before that. You haven't done that many films. I mean, no. Fair enough. Would you like to have done more? Or do you, do you hope to do more? I don't know. I'd like to do more now. Yeah. Are we going to see another Arthur film? Or is that the end? I don't know. Would you, would you go for it? If, if it would, uh, the script would have to be good. You were a bit disappointed with the last one. I was disappointed that they said, and everybody suddenly said, oh, look, Arthur is drunk. Like this was some big shot. Did they see the... He was drunk in the first film, not Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> All the time. Oh, man, it's really... It's kind of how the attitudes change. I thought it was interesting, actually. But um, the film made its money back. It did well. It was fine. And I had, we had a wonderful time working with, okay. with yeah. Dudley. Yeah. What about getting back onto the West End stage? Do you, uh, do you think we'll ever see you on here? I would love to work here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is there any particular show you'd like to bring here? No. It would, I want to do something new. Right, right. Maybe a pop show then. Yeah. But not just for the sake of, again, it's the music, it's the, how it falls in. Because you know, lots of people who have been um, popular artists, as opposed to pop, have tried to make what they call rock and roll records, and it doesn't work. Even Tony Bennett tried to make a record one. And I think the fear of certain people was thinking that we'd make a middle-of-the-road record. We haven't made a middle-of-the-road record. It's absolutely true to the style of what they've written. I don't. I wouldn't want to do a show that was half and half either. You'd have to really, I really want to do something different. There's so much technology to use now. It's great. What are your professional ambitions now? I don't know. I'm so thrilled with this record. I can't even think that tomorrow. You take each day as it comes. I really do. Yeah, I really do. What about uh, personal ambitions? We talked about professional. Do you have any particular personal ambitions? Just to stay healthy and to stay centered 
I'd really just take it one day at a time, literally. If you could uh, maybe start your career again, do you think you'd be more adventurous at an earlier stage? Would, would you like to like, maybe go into pop music a bit earlier? No, but see, I was so adventurous then. Mm. Because everybody was going to pop music, and I was taking music that nobody would sang in 20 years, mm. and kids were standing up and screaming. So it was a different... It was adventurous in its own way. Yeah. And it was adventurous only because it was so different. Yeah. You know? Would you like to start again? No! I don't want to stay. Please don't make me do it again. <laughs> no, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have done anything really differently. Mm. Are you a person who has regrets, though, or not? Oh, I think everybody does. Yeah, sure. But nothing I can't handle. You know, nothing that, is, nothing that has overwhelmed me. Mm. And that I can't make amends for or, or try and repair. You know, um, I think when you do haul around regrets and don't talk about them, they can be damaging. And it's amazing how easily one can get rid of them by just talking about them. If you think you've hurt somebody's feelings, or if you've done something as that you feel is an injury to somebody else, to just go to them and say, listen, I've got to make amends with you. I, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it for me, not for you. You don't ever have to forgive me, but I'm, I'm sorry and take that responsibility. And it does help. If you could have one wish that could be guaranteed to come true, what would it be? That I stayed healthy, above and beyond anything. I can do anything if I'm healthy. Do you want to live a long time? Do you want yes. <laughs> I want to live a very long time. So what do you think you'd be doing in, say, 40 years' time? What do you like to do? Looking into your eyes. <laughs> That's very hard. No, <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> This is the best way to end the day. No, I'd like to be doing something that has to do with the arts. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm embarrassed here. I'm sorry. I'm lucky you didn't say that at the start. Something that has to do with the creative side mm -hmm. of things. Maybe helping somebody else find a different way to do something. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe even on the designing end of something. There's so many areas that are interesting to me that fascinate me. It was very interesting learning about all the machines that Chris and Neil use, mm -hmm. how they do things. I mean, all of that stuff was just terrific to me. You're quite curious type on you. Do you yeah. lots of reading and researching and stuff and everything? And I get hung up on things. Right. I love computers. I love to learn how to make things work. I like, I know how to make every machine in the world. Every You, you show me a tape recorder and I can make it dance. You know, I just... I love that stuff. And I hated math in school. I hated anything to do with numbers, but I like I liked erector sets when I was a kid. I liked putting things together and building things. If you meet people who want to get into the business now, what sort of advice do you give? Be prepared for the luck. Because if you're, if you're prepared and you aren't lucky, it doesn't happen. But if you get lucky and you're not prepared, it doesn't happen either. So have a good, solid base and be ready for when somebody opens the door and says, what's that kid doing? And they look, that you do it well. How much do you think of your success is down to luck? I think it's probably a good part of it. It's timing luck, really, isn't it? You know, like, who knows, if this record had come out last year, maybe it wouldn't have worked. It just happened to come out just now, it's August. And it, so I'm never sure how that quite works out. And yet we worked very hard on the record. It was lucky the boys were not busy when I wanted to do this. Stuff like that. 
Uh, it's just been equal parts of hard work and luck. What's happened to it in America? Has it been released out there? No, not yet. Right. So, I mean, do you anticipate the same? I don't anticipate anything. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I'm so surprised over here that I just... I, I, I have no idea what to imagine in New York. Yeah. So you're going on a holiday. Is it easy to go on holiday and get away from it all? Yeah. Do you have a favorite place you always go to? No, we go to different places. But we go to quiet places. And... Um, it's like different retreats. That's important. I mean, do, do people not pester you all the time and know who you are? No. I just think, I find people generally are really nice to me. Mm-hmm. But don't you mind being recognized? I don't have to. People don't bother to say hello to me. Right. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. um, but we, like, we, when we go places, but sometimes we just go to friends' house or... Um, we have a couple of, like, we have a cabin upstate New York where we'll just go by ourselves. So we do it quietly. That's your idea of a perfect holiday, to just, just be some quiet. Sometimes. And then the other time, a perfect holiday is just being with a bunch of mad friends, you know, at carnival time in Rio, you know. It depends, I guess it depends on how tired you are, how hard you've been working, and what you need at the time. Are, you, are your friends mainly showbiz friends, or do you have a lot of No, it's definitely half and half. When you have got your showbiz friends around, do you really live it up a lot? No. All my showbiz friends that I know have given up living it up a lot. And we all have. We all already did it. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, much, it's a much quieter existence now. Yeah. Do, do you keep in touch with Dudley Moore and Michael Jordan? Yes. You do? Yes. I mean, do you plan on working with them again? Well, I'd love to. But, yeah. you know, as an actress, you can't really plan unless you're a producer. Mm-hmm. So you hope that things happen where you'll be able to work with each other. Is it? One project you look back on, you think that was the best thing I've done, like Cabaret or Magic. I've got a couple of them. Right. I mean, I think of Charlie Bubbles. Right. You know, working with Finney, working with Fossey, working with Scorsese and De Niro. Sure. Mm-hmm. Working with Frank and Sammy, working with the Pet Shop Boys. I mean, I've yeah. had some good, some good times in my career. Yeah.